This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Tuesday, July 27, in Squiz Kids Today. Arise Ariane, new queen of the pool. The bridge that released an album. Meteor lights up Norway and the lady who knitted a castle. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. At the age of only 20 years old, and in a race against one of the greatest swimmers the pool has seen, Tasmanian-born, Brisbane-raised Aussie swimmer Ariane Titmus yesterday joined the elite club of Olympic gold medalists, turning in an epic swim in the women's 400-metre freestyle final. To become a legend, you have to beat a legend said the race commentator as Ariane touched the wall, beating American rival Katie Ledecky. Now, let's just stop for a moment and compare the stats of the two swimmers. This is Ariane's first Olympics. Katie has competed in three. This is Ariane's first Olympic gold medal. Katie has won five. It's why Ariane, who was born in Launceston and lived there throughout most of her childhood before her family moved to Brisbane, was yesterday being described as a giant slayer. Ariane's efforts in the pool took Australia to fourth place on the medal tally, but it's early days yet in the Olympic competition, and there are lots of medals still up for grabs. Also putting in a gold medal performance in Tokyo was Ariane's coach, Dean Boxall, whose wild reaction when Ariane won the gold went viral around the world. And if you thought winning an Olympic gold medal at the age of 20 was incredible, what about Japan's Momiji Nishiya, who made a little bit of history herself yesterday, winning the first ever Olympic gold medal in women's street skateboarding at the age of only 13 years old. Unbelievable. Talk about girl power. There are links to videos in today's episode notes of Ariane's coach's reaction and to a cool video showcasing some of the youngest Olympians ever to compete. Get involved. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in the United States. San Francisco, to be exact, the northern California city famous for its sourdough bread, cable cars and the iconic Golden Gate Bridge, which for the last year has been one of the biggest wind instruments in the world and now has its own album. It all started last year when engineers installed some new slats on one side of the bridge. When the wind hits those slats at just the right angle, the bridge makes a kind of music. Some have described it as a wheezing kazoo, that funny little musical instrument that makes a buzzy sound. Others have described it as a ghostly chant. Local residents, though, say that it's driving them crazy. However, guitarist Nate Mercereau saw the potential. He made recordings of the bridge, then wrote an album of four duets between himself and the Golden Gate. It was released this week, and of course, there's a link in your episode notes. Based out. Here at Squiz Kids HQ, we love nothing more than a story about space. 
Oh, you've noticed, have you? Which is why this little tidbit from the country of Norway caught our wandering eye. Folks in the Scandinavian nation were dazzled on Sunday night when a huge meteor lit up the night sky above them. A meteor is a piece of space rock that enters the Earth's atmosphere and burns up as it gets closer to our planet. Residents south of the Norwegian capital Oslo made frantic calls to police after hearing a series of loud bangs and seeing bright flashes in the sky above them. Scientists are now scouring a large forest south of Oslo, hoping to find what's left of the space rock. Scouring is a fancy word for searching really hard. There's a link to video of the meteor in today's episode notes. You're welcome. Squeeze Kids Salutes. And today we send a huge Squiz Kids salute to Margaret Seaman, a 92-year-old great-grandmother from England who has just finished knitting a five-and-a-half-metre replica of one of the Queen's palaces. Sandringham Estate is one of the houses that the Queen of England lives in. Yeah, she's got several houses, a couple of castles, a few palaces. It's good to be the Queen. And for the past two years, keen knitter Margaret Seaman has used the various lockdowns in her country to knit a miniature model of Sandringham House and its gardens. It takes up an entire room, is incredibly detailed, and even features knitted figurines of the Queen and Prince William and his three kids. And we're not the only ones impressed. When Margaret was visiting Sandringham House and setting up her knitted masterpiece for public display, the Queen herself made a surprise visit and told Margaret how remarkable she was. Hear, hear to that. And yes, of course, there's a link in today's episode notes to photos of the knitted castle. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Aussie Ariane Titmus won gold yesterday, beating swimmer Katie Ledecky, who comes from which country? That's right, it's the USA. Question number two. What's the name of the bridge that's just released an album? Yeah, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. Question number three. A 92-year-old great-grandmother from England has just finished a miniature replica of one of the Queen's castles using what popular handicraft? Yeah, it's knitting. Shout out. It's July 27. It's Chicken Finger Day in some parts of the world and National Creme Brulee Day in the United States. Creme Brulee is a delicious French dessert and I know which of those two days I'll be celebrating today. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Raiden from Fairfield Heights, Amelia from Sunnybank, Benji from Bathurst, Lexi from Randwick, Izzy from Sydney, Archie from Belgrave South, Max from Springwood, Bonnie from Warrnambool, Bella from Leichhardt, Bryce from Eastwood, great name, and Rosie from New South Wales. And a belated birthday shout-out goes to Declan from Jindalee, Muslek from Norellan, and Harveen from Forest Lake. 
Plus, because so many of us are in lockdown around the country, we're sending out home learning herograms. And today's herograms go to classes 23H, 34D, 34M and 4C at Lindsay Park Public School, who are all working so hard with their online learning and love listening to Squiz Kids while they have their fruit at home each day. Your teachers are so proud of all your hard work and missing your smiling faces every day. Also, a big shout out to Class 1W at Leichhardt and their amazing teachers, Mr. Hanscom and Mr. Richardson. The students want to thank you for keeping them smiling and happy throughout home learning. Plus, there's a special herogram going out from Sam in Kindy at Cranbrook School in Sydney. On behalf of all the Kindy kids, to all the Kindy teachers. Take it away, Sam. Thank you to the Granbrook Kindy teachers for having my first week of homeschooling. I felt the best. Nice one. And finally, a couple of classroom shout-outs to those of you not in lockdown and actually still in your classrooms. Classroom shout-outs today to 3-4 K&S and their teachers Ms Grieve and Ms Stoltenberg at Broken Hill North Public School. Class 6G and Mrs Smith at Forest Lake State School. And Class C3 and Mr Weston at Settlers Primary School. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, or if you'd like to send a home learning herogram to your class or your kids, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.